Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jessie May. I'm excited to tell you guys about Hakuna, who I've been working with closely. They're making delicious CBD coffees and also are the creators of my new stash boxes and my stash jars and my grinders. If you're into that weed life or if you just want a place to hide something in a box, could be your secrets. (laughs) It could be a small, I don't know, engraved uh, head from some trip you took in Tempe, Arizona. Whatever you need to hide, you can put it in the Hakuna box. Hakuna is an amazing company. Um, everything they make is in-house. It's all well handmade with uh, amazing wood. And one, one of the reasons why I partnered with them is because of their charitable nature. A portion of the proceeds go to the World Wildlife Foundation. And every stash box comes with a cute little package of plantable seed paper. So you guys can plant a tree. Hello, Give back to the ecosystem that we're just sucking dry and it's trying to burn us off the planet because we're just really overusing everything. We need to get back to nature. Also, a portion of the coffee goes to Go Bee Foundation that helps homeless veterans in Southern California. And coffee's always ground fresh and made to order, y'all. That's out of the way. It's Jesse May, and I'm very excited to be sitting down with <laughs> my super special guest. Alyssa Kennedy Jones, <laughs> who sat down and was like, I have to tell you how I broke my face in 16 places. <laughs> I broke my whole face. <laughs> I broke my whole face. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so you're getting the, you know, I'm sorry. No, Hello. don't be sorry. I feel sorry. <laughs> I want to say sorry, but I mean, what what the fuck happened? Uh, tell me oh. about the epileptic life. Oh, my gosh. Well, most people don't know that 65 million people have epilepsy, and I didn't know anything about epilepsy until I 
You yeah. were you were in your forties. I was I was forty when I was diagnosed. And so. is that common or is that like every? I didn't know. I was on my way to the Television Academy. I was a single mom writing. We were uh, here in L.A. Um, I uh, we were headed out to see Nanny McPhee, and yeah. I wasn't swearing or doing <laughs> anything bad at all. You can let out any fucks you want. Oh here. my gosh, I haven't <laughs> been able to swear for a while. So fuck, fuck, fuck. Because you said so, you're in Sacramento. I was in Sacramento. Greta Gerwig was right. It is the Midwest of California. <laughs> Everyone is so nice there. And yeah. they're coming at you with baked goods and gluten. <laughs> There's stuff in those baked they goods. Be put careful. your book in the window next to like all the other fancy people. Gotham Girl Interrupted, My Misadventures in Motherhood Love and Epilepsy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. So so they're really nice in Sacramento. And so I did, haven't sworn for quite a while. But um <laughs> I had a seizure at age 40 and it was the, it started out, I knew something was kind of wrong. How? Like what, what was, what did you feel? I was, I had gone to get some coffee at Starbucks on Lincoln in Venice and that'll give anyone an epileptic seizure. Damn. (laughs) And so I was driving home in like our family dog car, which is like a Lovecraft and you smell like a taco. It used to run on. Every time you drive it, because it, it runs on vegetable oil. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> you smell like a taco. You do. You're just like, I smell like fried food. <laughs> um, but I just, I had this, like, if you imagine your eyes having two projectors, one with the film going backward, right. and right as I'm driving, and which is really dangerous, and one with the film, one eye going forward. Whoa. So I paused, and I was like, Whoa, what kind of Donnie Darko movie? I love that movie. And so I, and then people are honking at me, but I'm like five feet away from my house. So I pull it like five miles an hour into the driveway. And I'm like, okay, everybody, we gotta go. We gotta go to Nanny McPhee. And we're headed toward the car. And my editor always wants me to say things like, oh, you melted into the floor. And I'm like, I didn't melt into the floor. Melted into the floor. I didn't. Is that how you would describe it? it, No. The world kind of fell away. And it was like being, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen in my life as I was having this seizure on my kitchen floor. It was like being trapped in a Van Gogh painting. Really? Visually? Visually. Huge fireworks. And I kept trying to tell my youngest daughter, I was like, oh, it's like a fucking... And I didn't say fucking, but <laughs> I, I was like, oh, it's a fucking lightning storm in my head. That sounds like a nightmare, but visually, not Vis- like with... Did it, it come with pain? pain? No pain. No pain. There's no pain. There was no pain associated with There's, your specific seizure. Yeah, it was the most beautiful thing. Well, that's ironic. It's weird. That's really strange. you look, I think, to people around you... Or at least I look like I'm in pain because I'm on the ground. Right. Like I've shaking, seen it a couple times. Not you specifically, but I've seen it happen. Well, I'm imitating it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I mean, I haven't seen me, but um, uh, my kids have and uh, my friends have. And it's really terrifying. It is them. terrifying. But I'm not having any kind of pain. Uh, you, when I wake up, I have crazy wake up stories where I look like a prize fighter. <laughs> Or, I mean, I wake up to a, a middle-aged, you know, hippie in Northern California who's like, dude, you need like, some bro, you okay? Bro, <laughs> bro, you need yeah. a brownie. And she's in a Muppet sweater or something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 
okay. I know I've just had a seizure. That's kind of what it is. And but I wake uh, waking up is hard. I've woken up to an evangelical Christian trying to you know exercise my demon. I mean that I've put me back to sleep. Yeah, I, know. I was like, I'm saved. I'm definitely saved. Praise the Lord. That would put me back into a seizure. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we've so, got to save her. <laughs> seriously, so it was bad. But. Um, I really, I was woken up by my girlfriend because we were all meeting um, to, for the movie. And I, I, I mean, I came to, to her kind of velvety voice and she was like, darling, you've had a seizure. And wow. I was like, what the fuck is a seizure? Right. I really had no idea about epilepsy. I had no family history of it in my, uh, no, no one had ever really spoken to me about it. I knew about neurodiversity and different, and I'd read Oliver Sacks and different kinds right. of like things can go awry in one's brain and we're all wired very differently. But I didn't know about this. And I really thought, I mean, once I got my brain around it, no pun intended, um, <laughs> um, that I had it under control before I broke my whole face. So, so you had the seizure, the first one at 40, and yeah. then you broke your face. I, broke, I thought I had nailed it. I thought I'd cracked the code of dealing with seizures and dealing with medications. And it was a good cocktail in my head for about five years. Of from trying, the first one. From trying, yeah, and I right. had hundreds of seizures and subclinical. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and is, what's this ecstatic... The ecstatic bit comes before for me. Okay. And then... Is that a type of seizure? Ecstatic epileptic? Epilepsy? Yeah. There are about 40 different types of seizures that you can have. You can have the kind of... Mine kind of start in my temporal lobe Mm -hmm. and then generalize across my entire brain. Wow. So I'm just... Little fires everywhere. Uh, Sounds uh, like my past relationship. Like yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sounds like all my exes. <laughs> a couple big ones in there too. <laughs> yeah, but it's chronic, and that's the thing. There are so many people wow. with chronic conditions out there, and so I started thinking about it uh, in that way, and I started, and I've of course woken up in kind of c- cuckoo circumstances. I'm where, sure. But um, is there like? indicators for you now are you able to sort of sniff it out yeah I like, am able. so what are you what are you looking for yourself specifically uh, well, i watch myself pretty um intensely when it comes <laughs> to sleep and stress and so the book tour has been an interesting god time. how ironic is that you are my 10th city oh <laughs> and, i feel honored and i was really lost <laughs> i know please god i feel so bad her <laughs> travels here were like I'm she's on the wrong side of town drop like, me you know, off here it's an adventure. Yeah, and epilepsy, you know, I don't drive because I'm now 84 days seizure-free, something like that. I had a seizure 84 days ago, and that's big for me. That's is a that, good thing Is that me. one of the longest runs? No, my longest almost run was three years. Wow. And so it was a it was a bummer. So book tours, traveling, I always watch hydration. Yes. Um, I think the... There's been so much. I I spent the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, I was with Living Well with Epilepsy in in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and there's so much progress with cannabis, and there's yeah. so with the PDLX and and Living Well with Epilepsy. So they working with those types of with that blog and those types of the, the people and the different writers who yeah. contribute there. It's helped me to learn you know, what my triggers are. So lack of sleep, lot, you know, big stress. Um, dehydration. I, dehydration. I do watch my alcohol. Um, yeah, intake. I watch mine and I drink it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I look at it and then I consume But it. I'm like, I know, I'm like a very much into like self-regulation, self-moderation. Yeah. Like that because it's just, I don't want to, it's not the seizure itself. It's what it does to the people around me. Right. I think it really, it traumatizes. And I really, and the waking up, crawling back to existence. Oh, what is that? Yeah. So you have, how, you have, how many kids do you have? Two? I have two kids. Right. I have two daughters. And how um, old are they? They are, I'm an old lady, so um, they you are. Look, you look hot. So yeah, you're doing you, everything fine. I was fine. like, oh, are you you're kidding? I'm fine. like fucking Sasquatch here. <laughs> I am you're so, hilarious. I have no, I need to do my eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the struggle of a woman, you guys don't have to worry. No man, unless he's on RuPaul's Drag Race, has to worry about putting on a fucking eyebrow. Oh my God. We draw our features on. Like, w- maybe that's why we look angry all the time because we draw our brows angry I'm at resting you. Bi- re- resting, <laughs> resting freak <laughs> face. Resting bi- resistance face. I have all the things. You have, how old are your daughters? They're 18 and 21. Well, so that's one upside that they're old enough to sort of grasp what's going on, but it's probably still regardless But when difficult. it started, yeah, I think it really, and that's the other thing is, I mean, I feel, I mean, I have to give them the space. My job is to love them. And, right. And uh, try to take care of their mental health. And if and that can mean, like, they don't need, I and mean, to see their mom dying, yeah. and especially my younger daughter, my eldest daughter, um, not exposed to it as much. Right. Um. And I just want to preserve their little hearts I know. for the rest That's of. That's your mom job or have. your desire, I should say. It's yeah. not your job, but it's. I would imagine as a mom, you want to protect them from everything. Their little dog, <laughs> please don't be traumatized <laughs> by seeing. But this is why. I mean, we. I'm like, we need some science here. Yes, big time. And what if? What are the most alarming and uh, surprising things you've learned f- about seizures, specifically with you? Since uh, it's been introduced in your life at it, at, and like, I was doing all the mo- the things that the mo- the yoga Becky moms do <laughs> that, that are kale, like, yeah, just kale, kale, yeah, kale, kale and latte, uh, yeah, <laughs> book like, club, wheatgrass, <laughs> uh, shots. Don't I look? And <laughs> you're like, okay, you want to put something in your face? Let me tell you about. Oh it. Jesus! I got so, so much pins and ma- so many. Yeah, pins. you broke your face. I broke my whole face. How long ago was that? This was 2015 April. Wow. I woke up in the grocery store in on uh, down the street from our house in New York City. So much shit happens at the grocery stores. <laughs> oh my Can God. we like? It, it's like everything in life happens at the grocery store. It was that awful. Murder, I just seizures. wanted coffee. <laughs> I was trying to do like Susie Orman told me. I was trying to do the right thing. I was buying a can of coffee. I was making it at home. I was not going for fancy coffee. And all of a sudden, I wake up to the most handsome guy. Oh, he! This will happen to you in New York, I think. Uh, at some point, yeah. The most life. awkward thing: a handsome man comes. Handsome you man. shart yourself on the subway. With- here comes Hair. Dr. McDreamy. Yes. And he's like, ma'am, he's like, don't speak. And I'm like, You're like, well, I'm not. I'm going to squirt. Hello. <laughs> I'm shooting eggs at this guy. Like you were saying, the Milo, he's like Milo Ventimiglia uh, woke me up in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at him. I'm looking at his shirt. And I'm like, he's covered in blood. And he's like, don't speak. I'm like, that's a fucking walking dead amount of blood. <laughs> And he is, and I'm like, is that my brain? Did I just get brain on a hot guy? And I, <laughs> in the grocery store, and on a hot guy, I was like, 
No, that's I a mean, porno category. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! So I did not know the extent of my injuries. I'd broken my face in sixteen places. Well, how? Where did? Wired, you, how did you fall onto? I fell onto a shelf. But I, you have a lot of strength. I think when you're having a tonic clonic type of seizure, right? And again, all information is available on the Epilepsy Foundation website because that's where I learned about yeah, a lot I'll, of this. I'll be adding those links definitely yeah, for people I mean, who are interested. It was fucked up, but it was something also that can happen to anyone with a brain Yes, <laughs> at this point. And I had no idea how many people. I'm like, we're everywhere. There are so many of us. Um, but I had broken my face. I had to have... Uh, magically, I w- was uh, I ended up with a doctor who kind of zoomed in. He was like Walter Matthau, kind of <laughs> grandpa, amazing person who's like, yeah, you shattered this side of your face, this side of your <gasps> face, and this is where my chin came through. Wow. And I broke all my teeth. So I'm still – I had to have six surgeries, and I uh, – so I still have to get new teeth like right here, I'm sure you can say. But I, I, can I say one thing? You look – for that having happened, and regardless of that, you're a beautiful woman, but you look amazing. I couldn't talk for a year. <laughs> oh, that must have driven you nuts. I was fucking wild. <gasps> so what did, well, how did you... Straws. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare in California. Aren't those illegal now? They are. I, you're like, what the fuck? Oh, I just I smashed so... my face and now I can't use straws. And I can't talk and it's like... So how did you, what what did you learn in in not being able to communicate? Because I feel like we have very similar energy. You communicate really well. You you have vibrance to you. How how did, what did you learn in not being able to communicate about yourself? Well, I couldn't make any faces because all my facial nerves were cut. So I only had this side of my face. Right. And I'm still strokey that way. (laughs) But um, I learned, I had to, I was like learning, I was like, I have to find a way to communicate. I was like a little bits of (laughs) ASL. You're nuts. No, and I'm still stroking. I'm oh, you're great. So, I'm terrible. I'm like Frankie Bergstein in the car. <laughs> ah! But I put, I had to do everything. My language was not coming back. That was the other thing. Wow. So I'd go to try to say a really simple word like garage. Right. And I would, the word would come out yard, garbage, garage. And my youngest daughter would be like, mom. And I'm like, put that, put that. She would be really scared. I'm at times sure. Because. And I worry for her because she would say, I would like, that's put the dish in the thing that is for the washing of the. the, the, the and she's right. like, you mean the sink? And I'm like, that's not a word. <laughs> like, come on. That can't be the way you say it. That's it's not that simple. Let me describe She's the like, sink. Mom, that's a word. That is actually a word. You not, had to but, learn words again. Yeah. So, and I couldn't say peas. B's and V's. That was a real problem after I broke my face. P's, V's, and B's. Yeah, so like vagina. What and was I, it? V- vagina. Vagina. <laughs> and well, depending on the day of the week, I got a vagina. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Bjorn Borg brings bravado to what I, I had to do a lot of that. And I had to do a lot of, I chose my little voice on my iPad to kind of communicate yeah. with people. Um, and so I chose this fancy fucking amazing <laughs> VBC commentator person. Yeah, you're going to get the best. My voice, and no, yeah. no one in New York can understand me. Like, <laughs> bitch. You're like, just you get the regular one. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ter- 
Stop it. I need a bougie communicator. You don't know what I've fucking been through. <laughs> My face broke in 16 places ever since. I need a bougie communicator <laughs> with the doctor. And no, and I was really scared when they unwired me because I really felt like, and I was full of pins and everything. So, And I didn't look like me. So I also had to negotiate that piece. Yeah. And so I was walking down Broadway and I'm like, I have, and it's going to be, I'm realizing that I'm not going to be well for probably a year and a half, maybe more than to, that. To getting back to like a baseline. A baseline. Right. Of healthy, healthy, looking like a person. Right. And, and feeling like, do like I one. scare children? Right. And feeling like a person. And I did go, I had like really great moments with just basic, like very basic New York people going, ah. Oh, <laughs> What'd you do, lady? And <laughs> I love New York. I know. I love New York. That Did way. She, what happened? Oh Jesus! Is she trying to say something? And just, but even going into Sephora, like girl, and like you need a. I was like, I had to relearn to do ma- my makeup. Yep, because everything was fallen. And I was also, I was like a car. I was like a like swollen. Yeah, because yeah. they you're full of steroids and you're full of little tent poles, oh. keeping everything kind of healing. And you're full Holy of metal. Fuck. So Sephora kind of saved me. She was like, "Bitch, sit down." And I was this woman, this Bobby Brown makeup artist, and she's like, "I'm going to teach you how to be how to be." A girl again yeah how to be a badass through all <laughs> yes, this yeah it's like thank you i'm not gonna let a seizure and a 16 spot face yeah injuries like, hold me back from my bro hurts but i couldn't get you know i mean i was full of plates and full of stuff so, uh so people were really amazing yeah um and did any of that like brazen approach ever affect you negatively like people being like whoa um, I had one comedian who I is a wonderful person. Um, Name names. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> he's awesome, <laughs> and he does. He's great, and he's a great host, and he's great. But he, I, we were after drinks, and I had been a total jerk at his, at his set. I was right. like a little heckler. And um, <laughs> I, think you get, I think you get a pass, and I don't want anyone else who's watching this or listening to think they get a fucking pass. I'm giving her one. <laughs> I, was I don't terrible. even know what happened, and I'm giving her. No, a pass. I was just. I, he, but our friends like went off to get drinks or something like that, and he was like, "How is it that you're not de- totally de- developmentally delayed?" And I, yeah. and that kind of from epilepsy, and I'm like, I kind of hurt my feelings. What the fuck? And I, I, he used a word that was much worse than that. The R word mm-hmm. that everyone, yeah. And I, wow, that was my one tough moment of, and I hope I'm answering your question. Yeah, no, you are. Where I had to like, uh, right. I was like science. Yeah. A lot of science. Yeah. People who've made strides, Oliver Sacks. Yeah. All kinds of neurologists. I mean, you think the brain is weird. The brain is uh, with a hundred billion cells is weirder than you can think. Yeah. The brain is like the universe, man. There's like so many spaces that we're, we're never going to know what, it's and our, how it works. It's the moonshot that we need. Yeah. It's the money moonshot. And yeah. it, um, but so he, that kind of hurt my feelings. Did it change you? Did it make you maybe re- a lot more sensitive to what people across the spectrum of the perception of what epilepsy is and how it left you? And so in like working on the book and I was just finishing yeah. the book, I was like, I needed, I wanted to write a book I, and I, that I needed. 
and I needed a bet to change the way we talked about it. That's interesting. That's a great reason and motivation to write a book. I needed to be, I needed some funny because what I was seeing was, oh, you poor thing. And and the other side of it being so clinical that it's hard to digest all of that. I mean, yeah. That's a lot of science, especially when you're talking about the brain and neuroscience. Like I'm some like, of those words are 17 consonants long. Exactly. Can I get a vowel? I can't say it. <laughs> I couldn't say it. My friend was like, you had a thermonuclear. I was like, I can't say it. You're that. like, I'm just, I'm stuck at sync. I'm stuck in I'm stuck at sync. <laughs> I've got a fucking taser in my brain. And that's the thing is you wake up with like, I'm waking, I'm coming to. Yeah, what's it like coming to? Like, is it different every time? Is there some things that always happen? People, well, there's always this vague set. They've called 911, which is not always necessary, yeah. and especially in my case. And every case is so, so different. But if you have a seizure that's longer than five minutes, I mean, you really need to stay with the person. You need to make sure their head's okay because you can really hit your head. Right. And can and, you hear while you're in a seizure? Mm-mm. So you're out. I'm out. Okay. I'm off in right. La La Land. Right. I am, With your firework. Yeah. And then total velvety blackness. Wow. Which is peaceful. But um, it's the waking up that's a doozy. And people always use this like, Elisa, Elisa, what's the, who's the president? And I'm like, you're like, fuck, fuck you. I'm not answering that. <laughs> and I uh, know. Uh, no way. So uh, uh, I, I, that you always get that voice and you always, or for me, I always had this vague sense of like blue, navy blue authority in the room somewhere right. like, with an EMS guy or like right. a fireman, fireman or per, woman or person. And I'm like, oh, don't tase me. Uh, I didn't do anything. And I didn't, ta- you know, I'm not a junkie. Right. I'm not a this or that or anything. Yeah. I just have epilepsy. And so when I'm looking up at Mr. Hand, handsome guy in the grocery oh. store i'm like i'm a spaz he's like what <laughs> and i'm like i'm a spaz and he's like oh you had a seizure is that where spaz comes from uh traditionally it's a, it's a derogatory word it's associated with a lot of different neurological disorders interesting See, people always used to call me a spaz i'm a total goofball spaz yeah. and so i wanted to call the book spaz and my daughter it's a great name my daughter was like you got to call it memoirs of a you know of like a spaz a, that's a great uh, name of an effing spaz and she's because <laughs> she's like she's like because you're a soul-sucking monster no um, <laughs> but um she is so funny but the publisher has just like it's really weird when you write a book they're like no we have data and i love them but it's not the right to, we needed to do two titles of the book because it's been and that's really kind of what it was. So you did do two titles. I want to do two titles. Right, right now it's under my blog name, which is Gotham Girl, because I write about New York weirdos most right. of the time. Gotham Girl Interrupted is the book version? This is the book version. Right. The book version because I was interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> you were brutally interrupted. Brutally interrupted. By... I think that's smart, though, from a business aspect. It is smart to yes. link the blog to it. It but is. But I do like your creative mind with the spaz, and it's also sort of... Reclaim it. Yeah. Uh, You're from... putting some humor to it. It. Yeah, and it's not a funny t- clinically it's not no, a great it's topic. Not. It's a it's bummer. Not. Especially if you have kids who are, you know, diagnosed and Ugh. dealing with seizures. I mean, that's why I really am excited for the science that's coming. Yes. And you know, I, I've partnered with Charlotte's Web mm-hmm. and we we're talking about C B D. You know, my father passed away from Alzheimer's this past year and C B D really helped him yes. in those really stressful moments. Have you found any alternative medicines that you I have found w- that work for you? Uh for pain, I've definitely uh I've made a video actually in favor of uh of C B D uh, long uh, a while ago for yeah. Samantha B. Um and 
I have found that, yes, CBD for, because I wasn't, I didn't know that it was going to hurt so much. Yeah. Um, like or, in the, in the healing years. process. In the healing process. Oh, God, Oops, for years. Yeah, for years. And so that has been helpful. And then I feel like um, there was one instance I was out at a writing retreat up in Sonoma. And I had my, the drugs that I take are pretty intense. They're hard. They're kind of hard to get. Um, are they like pharmaceuticals? Yeah, right. serious um, steroids, they, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, well, no, not steroids. Any, not steroids anymore. Um, <laughs> Do you have any extras? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they make you give you a fa- a, quite a moon face. Um, but uh, no, the FedEx was late. The drugs didn't come. And this woman, I had a minor seizure, and she was like, here, this is what you need to do. And she was the Muppet sweater woman, <laughs> and she was like pretty much plugging a joint in my face and mouth. And I was like, okay, thank you very much. And that, I do think that that is, uh, that was helpful in the yeah, moment because sure. just being 12 hours late from, you know, with the package arriving, yes. that affects a lot of people I'm in this sure. mode. And I could definitely see it if you've got, if you're dealing with dementia, if you're dealing with Parkinson's, if you're dealing with any sort of neurological neuro- issue. Yeah, autism, any kind yeah. of anxiety, anxiety and depression. Yep. So that was the other piece is the anxiety of like, well, my head could just explode any yeah, time. Are you thinking about it more? Like, how do you, obviously before this happened, were seizures even a thought in your mind? And now is, I mean, how much more of I your just, mind is, is I, occupied by that stress? Well, I pay attention to the... The triggers. The triggers, which right. are anxiety. Um, I'm trying not to be depressed about it. No, no, it this is fine, us. girl. Yeah. We're talking about real shit. Listen, you're hilarious. We're fine. I'm like, the depression stuff, I mean, I have, real. I've got my seizure, post-seizure playlist, which is... <laughs> what is it? I need to fucking cheer up. I need like yeah. 90s gummy pop. Yeah, um, I love and, that. And that's, you know, I saw the sign. I saw the sign. <laughs> oh my God, Ace of Base. Ace of Base. My dad, my- can I tell you one <laughs> my dad used to do this calling at the radio station uh-huh. like in the 90s you know uh-huh. you call in and win cds or tickets or whatever and he won like four i didn't even know they had this many cds ace of base cds oh, oh my god and he brought them to me like they were like the holy grail <laughs> i still have them ace of base, ace of base. <laughs> if that doesn't make you smile you're dead inside i know you are dead inside it's like you are just really gone good, good, bye-bye i saw the sign i saw the sign yeah I'm, yeah and i'm waving up from hell <laughs> but i you gotta cheer yourself you up you have to find ways to make yourself even if they're little tiny ways yes, to make so yourself feel just a tiny like what immediately is going to make me feel a little bit better about right. this and um, what for you has changed obviously this changed your life uh, having to consider triggers for another seizure, but no like, driving, what the- no swimming, no this. There are all these rules wow. all of a sudden that you have to. Suddenly, the world is full of sharp objects. <laughs> You're, like, You're like, what the fuck? I have to buy a new coffee table. Now that sounds so bitchy and privileged, and but I was yeah, like, but I you have, went through some shit. I have to baby-proof my house all over again. <laughs> For me. Did you have to do that? Yeah. What are what? soft edges, curves, <laughs> man? Oh, I don't know why that's so fun. Soft it's ter- it works. It, I needed it. I was like, I should work at Apple. Aren't the, isn't everything curved there? Yes. Now? And everyone keeps running into the walls and stuff. <laughs> I would be fine. Soft edges. What else have you had to do? 
Uh-huh. Like, did your, did your showering I, situation have to change? I sing in the shower at, <laughs> right after I have a seizure so that I can have a moment and people know I'm fine. Wow. So if Do I'm you sing I Saw the Sign? Um, I sing a lot of show tunes. Ooh. <laughs> I wanted uh, to be like a lounge lizard, lounge I like that. singer. What's your go-to Gershwin, show tune? Um, Who Cares If the Sky by Gershwin, because he had epilepsy as well. Wow. Um, who Cares If the Sky. I did a lot of – I've been told that I sound like I'm yodeling when I'm doing <laughs> – um, Po- these podcasts around the country and so i did <laughs> but i did a lot of like hi i'm a hill with a lonely goat head i mean it's like okay that sounds good lay, lay, lay. so i had to because i was also doing speech therapy and it probably yeah it probably helped you know bring back some life and, and yeah, energy like and to be able to feel a kiss i'm still oh. like a year away probably from that from growing back so i don't feel anything that's like so poetic i don't know why like to be able to feel a kiss I, it, it, it's something you take do for I granted peanut butter everywhere <laughs> <laughs> chocolate <laughs> do, I, do have? I have peanut butter everywhere oh my god you are hysterical oh but it's a real <laughs> thing and so like i look at people also who are dealing with anxiety depression other things like uh chronic fatigue mm-hmm. Lyme disease i mean also i was like you really have to like how do you learn how to what's your new normal how do you yeah your new normal like you have a whole new normal I know. now everyone says that but it's like really specific it is very specific to the person have you um i werewolf myself if i think i'm gonna have a seizure <laughs> so i lock myself <laughs> You lock yourself in the dungeon? No, in the soft beds. Like, like yeah. And so I go to my soft space, you know, once I see the that it's coming. I'm like, Your soft oh, space. No. It's I genius. Know. I have to have some padding. So, yeah. I uh, need your you werewolf yourself. That's, I, that's a great way to describe it. Well, I don't want to scare the children. <laughs> and I don't want to hurt you know, I haven't eaten anyone so far. I just want to make sure that you know, I don't put myself and that I don't put anyone else in the position of, of um, oh gosh, just, just feeling f- so frightened. Yeah. And I think that happens to a lot of people. And there are a lot of caregivers that I'm like, you need to give your, of, of people with epilepsy, people with chronic conditions, our parents are getting older. Um, and what is like with epilepsy, is there a certain age group that are more susceptible? Because I know children experience it. Elderly people experience it. You got it at 40. Is there any sort of like with your type of epilepsy, is it common to get it in your 40s? Mm-mm. Is it just sporadic? It shows up when it shows up sort it of. It shows up when it shows up. Again, anyone with a brain. I think we're going to see a lot of veterans and people dealing with, you know, CTE um, uh, dealing with uh, head injuries over time, um, who are dealing with seizures, right. and we're going to have to really look out for those people and find find that kind of tribe of people. Yeah, because you need a community. Actually, you need a community, and I actually the reason I think I had a community was like because I was diagnosed at forty, and I I was like oh, and it, because it was so out of control, I and I didn't know. What it what what I was dealing with, I was like, oh wait, I was so naive. I was right, like, I'm supposed to be ashamed of this because I think if you're diagnosed young or you're diagnosed in an era, because what a lot of people didn't know is like, up until 1956, it was illegal for epileptics epileptics and people with epilepsy to get married. What? Even until 1980. Why? Missouri had a law on the books. A oh, fucking Missouri. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> it, I was like, oh, what, so, what but was the I purpose? had no idea that 
I was supposed to be ashamed of this, so I was just out of the closet. Why, why couldn't people get married? Were they like weekends? They, they thought they were just some sort of like yeah, and satanic it, seizure people situation. Had, people built up so many stories because it was just like a taboo thing that yeah. that nobody understood because the science nobody wasn't talked. There. Ab- the science wasn't there. Nobody talked about it. It was considered sh- kind of shameful. The to- science still quite isn't. It's still coming. It's coming. It's like Alzheimer's. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, we have to talk about it more, normalize it a little bit. Yes. And so speaking of that, like Alzheimer I know you have a lot towns. of. <laughs> yeah. There are. Do you know about, I write yes. about the Alzheimer uh, communities in England. Yeah. It, 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 and that's, a, that's so, I think that's progressive. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's cool. If you are experiencing a bout of, you know, uh, dementia and you know, and you can, people, there are safe shops and safe spaces yep. with the symbol. And that's the other thing. I have like the little talisman of the lipstick when I wake up from a seizure. That's like my stupid little thing. Right. Is that a common thing for people who have epilepsy have the talismans? Uh, I think it's, I'm just a weirdo, but it's right. like, it brings it like, oh, I'm me. I'm still Right. Me. You're, it's I like knew. the thing from Inception. Oh, yes. The and spinny or, thing. Or the thing from um, Stephen King's... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sissy Spacek. Oh, like come on. The, the come piece on. of... The chess piece. Yeah. The queen. Uh, what was it? What was it? Ca- Castle Rock. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Total brain fart. We should fart. do charades. <laughs> brain <laughs> fart. Also a great book title. Yes. Lots <laughs> so of farting. So you do share... No sharding. <laughs> but... But um, what can people expect from this? Because I know I would say Tina Fey meets epilepsy or <laughs> Gilmore Girls meets epilepsy. I don't know. I'm trying to not impi- like intrude on anyone else's comedy <laughs> brand. Tina Fey meets epilepsy. That sounds like a great show title. I'd watch that. No, I just had such a say. I had my own kind of Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock right, right. who was like, need to you know <laughs> come on we're gonna get a handle on this lemon and, and when did you when did you embark on writing the book between all of this i started thinking about the book um and writing things down um probably in 2011 but i really really got to it in, once i broke my face isn't that interesting how and couldn't talk right like you know you Sometimes don't have a breakthrough without a breakdown <laughs> in your face. I had to break everything to you break broke through. everything in your face. And, and my youngest daughter would be like, every, and I was trying to explain to her about New York City. I'm like, everything in New York's a little bit broken when you it's, say when you move into your apartment. Yes, it like, is. Things don't exactly work. No. And the, there's the marriage of the lock and the key and every oh, key sticks. Yes. And you've got to like dip it in olive oil and then. <laughs> Jam it in. There's all yeah. those little details that it's don't little work. Things, yes. And the fridge is always too. Big. And I'm like, everything is a little bit broken in your mom right now, so I might need a timeout. Wow. Um, and did it change your relationship with you and your daughters? How did it affect them and you? Uh, I'd say it affected the my my older daughter, and I want to preserve their kind of sense of their own space because yes. they're adults now, and and. Um, I think it definitely made my youngest daughter very curious about neurology interesting, uh, and the brain and how it works. Um, But she also really gave her anxiety. And I have to, I, I want to make sure that, you know, she's got the space to, to to cope with and and process her own because, you know, she's run down the street in the dark calling for someone to save her mom yeah Yeah. and that's why we have to really end epilepsy and you know we're all walking nationally on february 2nd at the rose bowl oh really yeah i'm gonna be in town you should come yeah that would be fun we would have a blast i'm gonna be there with um greg grunberg okay um 
oh gosh, Kurt Eichenwald and a bunch of people from a J.J. Abrams and a bunch of serious people. Yeah. I'm not fancy, <laughs> but they're fancy. So I'm just going to be you're like fancy a, adjacent. I'm a hanger on. <laughs> I'm a ne'er do well. No, you're but, a badass. But um, we're all going to be there for uh, the walk and just to hang out. And I think it's going to be an amazing day. Yeah, of, like, thousands of people finally bringing some awareness to like you know this is you can have a happy life. You can have a happy happy life, and you can have you know tools to deal with this. Yeah. And then you don't, and also other people around you can make room. I mean, honestly, I was tired of tiptoeing. Yeah. And also, yeah, seriously, tiptoeing because you're catering to people who don't know about it. And I'm like, oh, you look, I might fall down, but <laughs> just know that I'm all right. And just, you know, here's what you do. Find a hot guy to wake me up and get my fucking lipstick. I <laughs> know, hey, get my lipstick. I need Charlotte Tilbury. Tilbury, I, I, uh, <laughs> It really is. I think it's going to be an amazing day. And I'm going to be there with Roman's books. They're coming out from Pasadena. Nice. And that's the oldest bookstore, I guess, in L.A. I didn't know that. That's awesome. And they're independent and really cool. And so Gilbert's coming. And we're all just, I think, going to celebrate the people who do a lot and the families who do a lot of caregiving. And the caretakers. Caretakers will have a lot of veterans there as well, I believe. And we're just, I think it's going to be a good day. Yeah, it sounds really amazing. And where can people find all of your stuff? Your book, your blog? <laughs> My trashed book. Look at this. I, I, know, I love it. You're like, it's off of tour. Uh, it's been on the tour. It's the last one. It's I the love last the color gallery. of it. I love when books get like this, though. It's, and it's written. <laughs> it's so cool because James Patterson has a quote, smart, harrowing, heartwarming, and very funny. I mean, that's a huge. He was, he's been amazing, an amazing supporter. Um, that's a big Ned guy. He's like everybody. the top selling author almost of all time <laughs> that guy is like he's a he's an amazing person he's that's an amazing great. human and uh and ned rust also who's another writer who works with um jim and all of them i i just feel like i'm so fortunate so it's in every it's everywhere um and it just came out in november which is very exciting for you yeah my yeah. only advice is never do a book tour on uh, you know when it's snowing <laughs> i know it's never, really just stay home when it's snowing stay home. <laughs> I was just like, oh. My advice, if you if never do a book tour when it's snowing and you have epilepsy. Yeah. You're like, so, I'm going to go out in the most stressful time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all your events will be like, well, we're, we don't know. No, yeah, we don't know. There's a, 16 feet of snow it's, out there. It's zero. And <laughs> soft uh, edges. Soft edges. Lots of padding. <laughs> so that was nice. I wear a very puffy coat. I loved your shirt, by the way, for the Sirius XM. Um, you're like rock, paper, scissors, vagina. Vagina always. Wins. wins yeah yes. i have a coat that's very puffy i call it the vagina coat uh, <laughs> it looks like it, yeah it feels like you're inside, inside of a, a vagina. vagina yeah and i was like this is the best thing ever yeah, it's so like snuggly and warm yeah, yeah. i was like this, i would live here all the time no wonder oh so uh no. your blog is girl interrupted so my blog is i am gotham girl i'm at elisajones.com the right. book is in every barnes and noble it's on amazon we made it to number one for That's like awesome. five seconds and then you know of course it went away but uh, <laughs> i feel like this is this is gonna be um one of these books that sort of helps get rid of the negative stigmas and bring some light to a 
an illness, a diagnosis that a lot of people, like you said, 65 million people are living with this. And the fact that you can live with it. You can. With some humor and, and tools. Yes. Which is, you know, that's hope enough for somebody to keep going and have you, a new normal. You need, you need, uh, if you're diagnosed with epilepsy, you, it, you don't just need a neurologist, you need a whole team. Yeah. You need an epilepsy specialist. You need someone who really, you need your tribe. Yeah, you do. And I got, I had a, uh, that Neurotribes uh, Neuro was also a book that I read while I was writing this book and it's by Steve Silverman and he writes about the sort of legacy of autism and how wow. autistics need a tribe. People with autism need that their tribe as well. And that there, there can be some positive uh, and uh, adaptive. I'm sorry, I'm sounding like a nerd no, now. Yeah, it's nerd out. I got a lot of nerd, nerd fans. Yeah, yeah, nerd out. I love it. You can, there are, there's a lot of upside. I'll just say, to yeah. our brains being as weird as they are. And I think, you know, you showing just your light and your humor and overcoming and finding your footing in this new world that essentially you're in is like super amazing. It really, like, you're honestly one we of the coolest chicks fun. I've met in a long time. You really are. Oh. Just, just you <laughs> I mean that because I, I, I love meeting people who have gone through such adversity and trauma and tragedy and found and, and survived and didn't make it the thing that keeps you back. You weren't a victim of it. You're like, how can I, how do I not only live, how can I thrive? I have some fucking fun. <laughs> I really do. It's the it's the pockets of joy between seizures that I think make a big difference, and everyone relates to that because we all have our moments where we're like, "Fuck." Yes, we do. I'm sorry to swear so much. No, I mean I'm glad that you did. I feel honored that you got here and you were able to let out some fuck. And bombs. I've got crazy hair. Yeah, you came That's in. You're other. just like, "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Where's the dog? <laughs> Oh, so cute. <laughs> Alyssa oh. Kennedy Jones, you've been a bright light. Thank oh, you for sharing your thank story. Thank you for helping me find this joint. Yes, I'm glad you, you found it. And me, and anytime Let's you... Let's write something. Yes, and when you have anything that you are that's coming up, please send me information. I'm going to let everybody know about the walk. A will a real, real book when I can yes, find one. when you have one, please. And uh, the walk is February 2nd. Yes. The Rose Bowl. Yes. And make sure you guys check that out. I'll put all the info on this episode. I'll send you all the links and whatnot. Send me everything. Ah, Fuck. Fuck. This is life. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.